Oh, yeah. What is the podcast? Talk about this one lady. Like your baby's dick. Talking about some babies even get erections. While I was reading somewhere. Yes, they can. Starting at the third trimester, they can get an erect penis. Pretty cool. So especially you can fuck your mom before you're even born. Yep. Have a nice day. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? You look rather haggard this evening. I broke my rule of going out drinking the night before the podcast. Wait, is it just the rule the night before the podcast you wouldn't drink, or was it during the week, you weren't drinking as much. Or were you just not drinking every day? <laughs> You're drinking every other day? I, I always forget. Uh, I used to try and not drink the night before the podcast. It looks like you That's rather, the only rule. It, it looks like you rather tied one on, kind of yeah. worn out, a little bit draggled over there. I'm even drinking bacon vodka uh, with tomato juice to try and cure it. Actually, isn't it Clamato, if I'm not mistaken? It's a form of tomato juice. <laughs> but it's squeezed out of clams. Big, it's tomato and clams. Dude, that's like total squeeze. It goes great together. It's squeezed tampon in a, in a jar. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. I love it. I don't, I don't even... I th- I, you know, I don't know if it's going to cure the hangover, but it definitely is the uh, little hair of the dog never hurt anybody. But I didn't drink bacon vodka last night, so... Yeah, no, so that's... Not I th- I just alcohol little, in general? No, that's the worst. You know... I'm feeling rather uh, refreshed, salubrious, oh, yeah, effervescent, sweet. revitalized. I uh, kind of been taking a little reprieve from drinking uh-huh. ever since I a uh, pussy break. Is that what you're calling this? Well, you know, it, it takes a little while to uh, wash my vagina at night. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, okay, I haven't. I didn't drink last night. That's all I'm well, saying. I drank the night before. Good job. Just not last night. But that, that's the worst, though. I mean, did you have to be? Well, you have to be at work at like what? Seven a.m. Fuck no. Eight? No. Oh, okay. That's good. All right. I should be at work at eight, but I normally get in at like 9.30. Ah, God. Yeah, that's just the worst, though. It's like you're in there at 9.30, and you just lock yourself in your office and Pretty just avoid much, yeah. contact all day. Try to. Yeah. It's impossible to do in my job, but I minimize contact. Yeah, I do, too. And, and I spray myself down with Axe body spray, so mm. I just kind of like offend everybody's <laughs> sense of smell. Which <clears> flavor <throat> of Axe do you prefer? Minty fresh. You don't mind if I ask you that, do <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hangovers, I saw the movie The Hangover last night. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's pretty, pretty good. good. You know, I think it's a fine piece of cinema, and I yeah. highly recommend it to the sick and wrong listening audience. Yeah. You know, the, the dentist character's wife or fiance reminds me of a couple of your ex-girlfriends. <laughs> You know, you know, I was going to ask you about that, Wackerly. You mentioned that to me before, and that was one of the reasons you said I should see the movie. And right. I was wondering, did you mean that they reminded you of a combination of a few of my ex-girlfriends or one ex-girlfriend in mostly, particular? Mostly one. It, it was, but a little bit of other ones, too. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Let's I, just I, tell the people that you tend to have girlfriends who 
I don't even know what you would call it, but need a lot of domineering, tele- need a lot of attention. Well, telephone attention. Mm-hmm. Attention in you general, You always have the girlfriend who wants to call you every fucking second. That's why you have to turn off all your phones when we do the show, or they would just ring constantly. Well, so what, what Wackerly is referring to here <laughs> is there's a character in the movie, part of the Bachelor Party, this Dennis guy. And uh, his girlfriend is this total domineering bitch, and she forces <laughs> him, too. like, to call her every hour while she's in while he's in Vegas. Well, first of all, she forces him to, or out of necessity, he has to tell her that they're actually going to the wine country in Napa to have a for wine the- tasting bachelor party weekend <laughs> instead of Las Vegas. You never did anything like that. No, did you? but you know it, what was funny about it, and I knew exactly which character you were, that reminded you of my ex girlfriend is because. A few years ago, when we went to Vegas for Big Jeff's 30th birthday, right? I was dating uh, Misty at the time. Yes. And she called me on the hour, every hour. I mean, I would just let it go to voicemail, and then it was like one message after another being like, why do I keep getting voicemail? Where yeah. are you? What are you doing? So I'd call her back and be like, oh, hey, baby. It's, you know, it's all good. We're just hanging out at MGM, you know. Looking at the tiger or it's, the it's, lions. It's, there's a lion. There's little kids around. It's just, you know, having a good... She's like, what's that noise? I heard a woman. Are you at a strip club? Are you at a fucking strip club? And I was like, no, calm down. No, no. <laughs> strip club. Why would we go to a strip club? Yeah. It's just a bad, But it was exactly like that, party. though. You know, it's, yeah. They did, I, I watched that character. I was like, God, dude. And, you know, it was funny, too, because it was like shortly after I returned from uh, that Las Vegas trip, I had to break it off with her mm-hmm. because she was a raving lunatic yeah. bitch. When, yeah. you know, you should have just broke off with her before. You would have had a lot more fun. I would have had a lot more fun. In, time. But what, what happens in Vegas stays in Las Vegas. <sighs> but it's Except a good movie, for herpes. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that's, that a line from the movie? Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, I, th- I think that's the main thing <laughs> I gathered enough. from the movie. But uh, people, go check it out. Zach Galifianakis definitely uh, stole the show. Yeah. But uh, in, I don't uh, see anybody else's career going anywhere from that movie, but he's pretty good. What about the uh, gay Chinese guy? Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, I see his career so skyrocketing. Like, <laughs> you know, you have a pretty good movie with a lot of funny, like, subtle jokes, and then you're like, and we're going to put a really gay, tiny Chinese man in it. Like, whose idea Luckily, was you're that? You're such a hater. I said it's stu- not Citizen I fucking thought it was Kane. Stupid. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> it, but it's just but, a comedy, okay, whatever. Here, if, they if, it just, if it just would have been in there, it would have been fine. And I would have just been like, well, that didn't really work. The, my problem was... Everybody in the theater, because I saw it in the theater, and my girlfriend thought that that was the best part of the movie, that gay Chinese guy was so funny. It was like, what? It's just a fagged up Chinese guy. It's just dumb. They're, 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 with a bunch of catchphrases. No, there are, there are many other funnier scenes in that movie than that guy. Yeah, but I everybody in the theater, that got the biggest laugh because there was a gay Chinese guy <laughs> who like swore a lot. I mean, <laughs> come on, people. You're such retards. <laughs> people, don't let that dissuade you from seeing the movie. It's, no, no, it's a decent, the movie. It's a decent it's flick. Part was and uh, it was a pretty good soundtrack. But in other news, in other news... Um, did you read today, uh, Wackerly, that uh, Lynette Squeaky Fromm, a former member of the Manson family, yeah, after 34 years of incarceration, right, is being released next week? Um, I did read that. Yeah, you know, it's it uh, took the local paper forever to get it on their website, though. I don't understand why. You like, know, I saw it on CNN. Yeah, but I'm surprised that uh, the SF Chronicle didn't pick up on that first because. So the reason Lynette Squeaky Fromm has been incarcerated all these over years was an attempted assassination on Gerald Ford's, President Gerald Ford's life, but it happened in Sacramento. Yeah. 
That's so, why. That's what I meant. I thought it would have been local news before national. Yeah, I'm surprised. But what also surprised me is I always, uh, you know, all this all this time, I always thought Lynette Squeaky Fromm was involved in the Sharon Tate and LaBianca murders. No. She actually wasn't. She came later, right? Well, she met them around that time, but she actually never was she dispatched <laughs> to uh, L.A. Maybe. She wasn't invited to that party. They're like, Squeaky, you know, she yeah. couldn't she can, she can do the deed. Well, it's hard to sneak up on somebody with Squeaky. Her <laughs> <laughs> vagina's like... I don't think she would be... Does it uh, say in the article why she's nicknamed Squeaky, or is it just because she's, like, tiny? I don't know. I mean, you know, I bet you Manson <laughs> gave it to her because of that very reason. Yeah. There should be a Manson. She just never was lubed down there naturally. And a good Facebook application, you know those stupid quizzes, they should be like, what's your Manson nickname? <laughs> what nickname would Manson give you? Yeah, well, you know, I'm surprised that... Uh, mm. I'm surprised that if I was more on the ball, have I'd have one ready for you, but I just don't. I have to think about it. <laughs> Come to think of it, I can't even think of any of the other nicknames for the other Manson family members. Well, they were like a secret club names. Maybe they weren't even publicized. But there I just Jorge, imagine there's Felipe, uh, there's uh, Dusty Bottoms, and uh, El Guapo. Yeah, right, I'm thinking of the three amigos. <laughs> so Lynette Squeaky from here. Um, she's about to get her first taste of real freedom in more than three decades. Three mm-hmm. decades in prison for an attempted murder, which yeah. seems rather harsh. From is now sixty. Well, uh, an attempted murder of the president. It's different. Yeah, but listen to the details, dude. The gun wasn't even loaded. It was loaded. It did not have a bullet in the chamber, but it did have That's an ammunition clip. That's still a loaded clip. gun. That, all that means is you have to pull the trigger twice to kill Gerald Ford. Which really uh, would have set the world back so many years. What position <laughs> yeah. did Gerald Ford play for U of M football? Was he a know, defen- a, defense? Or? I think he was like a tight end or something. Was he so he's a probably a pretty quick guy. So <laughs> he <laughs> might be able to dodge it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. he was agile. He definitely was yeah. agile. But I, I don't know why Ford. Is it just uh, you know maybe just because he was president? It was uh, he was the opportunistic moment. Time, yeah. You know, I don't know. There was a lot of com- what? What were the hippies pissed off about when Gerald Ford? But was this president? was in the '70s. Like this is like when '74, '75. Weren't the hippies already turning into disco freaks at that point? But Vietnam was still going on, or maybe just winding down. Yeah, and Gerald Ford. I think was uh, wasn't he all about ending Vietnam? Probably, After Nixon. but hippies aren't known for their um, mental you acuity. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he'd resigned already. Oh yeah, I guess it is. I think it was just an opportunistic uh, attempted murder here. Mm. Uh, for years, uh, Squeaky was one of Manson's few remaining followers, as many other Manson family members have shunned him, with good reason. Because you think if uh, you're in prison and you're up for parole, and you're like. Charles Manson's my god. I still send him letters every day. I right. worship him. You're probably not going to get the parole. But she's famous for, um, at least in the article that I read, that she had just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Devotion? Had, no, 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 no. <laughs> she just, Adoration? Uh, why can't I fucking think of this word? She had uh, foregone parole hearings. She'd just been like, no. You guys aren't controlling my life. You know, I'm not going to go before you and prostrate myself and tell you why I'm like, you know, you should let me out. Like, I, I'm not even going to give you guys the control over my, uh, you know, that my destiny. Well, it's funny you should mention that. Like, I was going to get to that in a second. But so from had actually become eligible for parole in 1985. Right. But for years, she waived her rights to parole hearing because she felt she did nothing wrong. She's always, she said it never occurred to her that she could wind up in prison. Uh-huh. Asked whether she had any regrets. She said, no, I don't, I feel it was fate. 
<laughs> However, she said she thought her incarceration was unnecessary and that she couldn't see herself repeating her offense. Yeah. Well, Gerald Ford is dead, so that might have something to do with it. Only but... recently, though. Yeah. <laughs> but so she was convicted in 75 of pointing a gun, just pointing a gun, at then-present Gerald Ford in Sacramento, California. A Secret Service agent uh, prevented her from firing, but the gun was later, find, was later found to have no bullet in the chamber, although it contained a clip, a full clip of ammunition. So yeah, she would have had to click the trigger twice. Squeaks. And uh, what are you doing? She had, she'd been around guns many times. So yeah. it's you know I mean it's it, it just surprised me why she wouldn't pull the trigger. Well, what the fuck was she doing? I, I don't what was know. Her point? I mean, that, that, that's what I don't understand. Was what, what's the point? She said, "Is she basically retarded?" I mean, is that what's going on? I here? think she was just deranged. She said she saw Ford. She recalled the president had his hands out and was waving. He looked like cardboard to me. But at the same time, I'd ejected the bullet in my apartment and I used the gun as it was. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Well, she didn't rack another round into the chamber. <laughs> But why, why not? So then that means yeah, to me know. that she didn't have uh, malice aforethought. I think she just is kind of, I don't think, she, I think well, she thought. It just means what, whatever, it doesn't make any sense what she's doing. Either you want to shoot the president or you don't. I mean, what's the point in, in pretending like you're going to shoot, shoot the president? She said she didn't want to shoot the president because she didn't want the world to think she was a kook. What did she want to do? This is what I don't get. They, they actually do not state what her motivation was. She is was. a kook. Of course. I mean, it's like regardless of what, what she thinks, um, the woman is part of the Manson family. That's kooky. Uh-huh. You're a nutter. You're mental. But she's extra kooky. I mean, at least some of the people in the Manson family, I mean, they thought there was going to be, what, this bigger race war. So that's why they joined the Manson family, so they could sort of band together and survive it. I mean, they were... Totally misdirected, but they like you could see what their motives were and why they were doing what they're doing. I don't even. Squeaky's just a nut. Well, they said that she was uh, very cooperative during her trial. They described her as a bright, intelligent young woman from a middle class family that just got caught up with the whole Manson thing. Was she trying to commit suicide by cop? I mean, that would make sense. No, it, it just said uh, she was trying. So, uh, this is my theory on it. All right. She was Lay upset. She was upset that Charles Manson was uh, sentenced you know, to life in prison. Mm-hmm. She's, she called Manson a once-in-a-lifetime soul. He's got more heart and spirit than anyone I've ever met. He's Nobody got... gave rim jobs like him. <laughs> that beard. <laughs> he could grease that squeaky wheel. <laughs> He's got everything he wants coming from me because he gave me everything. And she actually said that she'd rather, rather them have taken her instead. Uh-huh. So I think in her deluded, deranged mindset... She was offering her. She was sacrificing herself to the police. So she did want it. So she was just trying to go to jail to be solidarity wise with uh, with Charles. Manson. Yeah, with Manson. I think she was making her point right, and bringing attention now. to the world. That because makes sense. If you think about it, the Manson family made headlines in uh, what seventy one with the the, the Tate Bianca murders, and then you know they're like, oh my god, the world's shocked. Then all of a sudden, a couple of years, you know, like six months later, and it's like, ah, Charles who? <laughs> and he's, you know, sent to prison. Well, that squeaky from, I think, wanted to bring back some yeah. of the, uh, the outrageousness. The problem is then six months after that, nobody remembered them again. Yeah, and no one cares. But, you know, uh, believe it or not, I mean, she still uh, maintains correspondence with uh, Charles and uh-huh. uh, still admires him. And whereas yes. all the other members of the Manson family have completely shunned him. And they <laughs> are denied parole. So it looks like... Uh, uh, she's good friends with um, John Waters. He was on NPR being interviewed talking about her today. Squeaky maintains contact with John Waters. He maintains contact with her. 
Do you think she? That's what my They're next like pen pal. Well, my next question is, what is she going to do now? Is she going to be like, in a John Waters movie? I bet you. I'll bet a uh, hundred dollars that the next John Waters movie, Squeaky Farm, is in it. That would be pretty cool. I, what I see her doing is writing a memoir. Really? I but see why a memoir. Why she do that in jail? I don't think she will. I think someone's going to offer some money. Maybe oh, a reality okay. show. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, uh, Manson family grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I see something like that. Squeaky of love. <laughs> but presidential assassination attempts. Yeah, who wants to have sex with Lynette Squeaky from? <laughs> no one. Presidential assassination attempts are no joke there, Wackerly. Oh, really? Yeah. I see your merriment. No joke. Barack Obama, I read this today, he faces 30 death threats every day. Day. He needs to get a Pope mobile. <laughs> bubble you thing. think he wears a flak jacket when he goes out in public? Mm, that's a good question. I bet you they try and make him, yeah. I would if I was him. I mean, it's like, I, th- I think it's a matter of time, dude. 30 death threats a day. They said since Mr. Obama took office, the rate of threats against the president has increased 400% from the 3,000 a year or so under President George Bush. Yeah. So Bush only got Bush. But that's because right-wing kooks just have more guns, and they're like, you know, the left-wing kooks don't have as many weapons. Yeah, no, they're I guess shooters. it's true. And plus, I think the left-wing uh, kooks Le- Left-wing are, kooks, like, bomb the building. Well, know? the left-wing kooks also have, like, you know, the mental capacity to uh, evaluate what they're planning on doing. Uh-huh. And then they could see, like, you know, maybe shooting the president is the wrong thing to do because it's really not going to solve anything because Dick Cheney's going to be in power. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, it's, it's just not a good idea. So I think they, they, instead they're just trying to, like, get him impeached or besmirch his name or whatever. But Obama, though, I mean, that's the thing. It's like these right-wing guys have guns. Yeah. These right-wing guys are upset that they think Obama and, uh, you know, his administration are going to try to take their guns away from them. Well, and turn the t- country into the USSR, man. Assassination is serious business, and I think Obama faces a potential serious threat here. I mean, 30, uh, 30 death threats a day, I think that's more than any president has ever had in the office. The Secret Service actually takes it so seriously, they've given him a code name. Mm-hmm. Renegade. Renegade. No, I think all the presidents have code names. Do they all? His, yeah. his, his kids have code names. Uh, one of them, Malia, is named Radiance. And Sasha is named Rosebud. And Mr. Obama's <laughs> wife, Michelle, is codenamed Renaissance. Renaissance. What I find interesting about the all these fuck? names is that aren't there black people already named these <laughs> names? Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. Black people like to, the unique name. Well, I think it's the like, name that nobody else has, I think, is the goal. Well, black people who work at strip clubs are named these names. I actually worked with a uh, girl named Radiance at one mm-hmm. point. So uh, it's, it's interesting. Star, yeah. Star Keisha. I think Obama <laughs> should be wearing a flak jacket i think he should be driving around in a bulletproof pope mobile pope mobile yes i don't know but the flak jacket i think shows weakness and that's why they don't do it you know yeah i could see that but i mean whatever a little bit of padding underneath the uh, the vest yeah who's gonna notice well he, yeah and they probably have access to the most high-tech flak jacket that, yeah uh, i'm, I'm sure they should get something i mean dude think about it if abraham lincoln was wearing a flak jacket uh-huh booth wouldn't have shot him <laughs> Uh, actually, in the, in wouldn't, the, have, wouldn't have helped Kennedy very much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kennedy would have had to... If he was wearing a flak yarmulke, <laughs> then he might have been okay. Uh-huh. But in the, So in the history of the presidency, only four presidents have actually died from assassination, believe it or not. I thought there was a, a bit lot. more. There's, there's only... That's what? One percent? Yeah, but dude, think about it. There's way 40, back... 44 presidents? Way back in like the you know, 19th century, it was way easier to assassinate a president back than it is now. 
I'm surprised more of the older presidents didn't die. I don't know if that's true. I mean, it's like uh, an arms race, right? I mean, the the Secret Service didn't even exist, right? Or maybe you had bodyguards or something. Maybe one bodyguard. But the guns sucked. So the Secret Service is way... two shots off with your musket. Right, but the aiming the musket, you know, the musket didn't have as long a range. You didn't have some high-powered scope. So now the Secret Service is incredible, but now you can buy a gun that you can shoot somebody from like a fucking mile away. Yeah, you know, apples and oranges. I think I, I think I think eventually <laughs> Why can't I compare apples and oranges, by the way? They're it's both fruit. I know. I know. It seems but, perfectly alright to compare them. But no, you know, I'm I'm surprised that they're I think in this day and age it's harder to assassinate the president. And I really think it's it's much more difficult. So I'm I mean, dude, think about it. It's like back, even in like uh the early twentieth century. Mm-hmm. It's like those guys weren't in like uh, armored vehicles. Right. Like They're, Taft. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I think a lot of these people. I'm surprised there weren't more. So only four presidents have actually died from assassination. Uh-huh. Another six were the subject of assassination attempts. And Gerald Ford was one of them that we just mentioned. So Abraham Lincoln was shot by uh, John Wilkes Booth. And that was in 1865. James Garfield um, was uh, killed by a mentally disturbed government office seeker. They just hated that cartoon. <laughs> I do, too. It sucks. I just hate cats. Uh, William McKinley was shot two times by an anarchist named Leon Solgos while the president was visiting an exhibit in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, John F. Kennedy, probably the most famous presidential assassination, was actually murdered by the Only CIA. Only because it's the most recent. <laughs> oh, I'm, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because it's the most recent. But also, I mean, all the conspiracy theories abound about it. Because it's the most recent. Oliver Stone did a fucking movie about it, okay? Yeah, I never That's saw That's famous. That. <laughs> Um, Dude, it was like three and a half hours. I couldn't even watch it all. I wonder how that compares to other countries. You know, I was doing some research about this, and then there's just like the Wikipedia entry was like five pages long, and I was like, fuck it. (laughs) I'm not going to go through here. My favorite one is what? Oliver Cromwell? (laughs) How was he assassinated? Well, it was more like a coup. It was like a religious thing, right? So he was a Protestant, and he like took over uh, England. And then the Catholics came back into power. But the reason I like Beheaded it is because... his ass. Yeah, but they put his head on a stake and <laughs> left it up there for, like, years. Which is awesome. <laughs> See, now, if they would have done that with Tony Blair, I think the world would be different. <laughs> George Bush, head on a Stupid stake. hair of his. <laughs> so, but there's been many assassination attempts, as uh, we mentioned. I'm actually surprised there haven't been more. But, hey, you know, we have yet to see. Obama's still got, what, three and a half more years? They don't really probably publicize them if they shut them down and can keep it quiet. Well, I think they, they're nervous about copycat crimes. Right. And that's what they said, that uh, they, they don't publish any of these death threats that Obama gets because they don't want people, um, you know, A lot of them are probably them. hilarious, too. I, mean, like I imagine... Coffee table books. Just, I mean, seriously, imagine the grammatical errors. Yeah. And they're all written by George Bush. So Andrew Jackson... Um, was uh, attending a funeral for a congressman, Warren Davis, and uh, he was shot with two different Derringers, mm. both of which misfired. Old And then hickory. Andrew Jackson beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah, old hickory. He took the, <laughs> took the wood to him. Dude, he took the wood to, wood to him, and uh, he beat the crap out of the guy. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. The dude spent the rest of his life in an insane asylum. Andrew Jackson, Stonewall Jackson, you did not want to mess with. Back no. then, that's a president... Seriously, that was worth voting for. What is he on? The 50? Or is he the one on the 20? He's a 20, right? I think he, he looks like uh, a badass. He's got that big, long face. Yeah, and he's got that like uh, kind of a silver quaff, greenish yeah, I think quaff. That's a wig. I think that's a wig. <laughs> but still, dude, I mean, he beat the crap out of that guy. Teddy Roosevelt, 
An, assassinate, an assassination attempt was actually not made on Roosevelt's life while he was in office. Said it occurred right after he left office. Yeah, he's uh, just while crazy. He's running for another term. He would go medieval on your ass, dude. He'd go all bully pulpit on your ass. You know that guy you didn't want to mess Stick with. Stick an elephant gun up your rectum, <laughs> just blow your boom. entrails out. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, which I find <clears throat> to be <clears throat> such a simple target that it's just kind of not fair. The guy was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Seriously, he dude. also has an enormous head. Big head and in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's just like, that's not fair. Go for like a skinny president. Right. You know, like a, a fit president. It's like, you know, the guy's a cripple. <laughs> but after giving a speech, um, Giuseppe Zangara shot six shots into the crowd. None actually hit Franklin Roosevelt, but uh, they mm. got him and uh, he was convicted of attempted murder. Harry- not such a good <clears throat> aim, the day goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Harry Truman uh, was uh, almost murdered by two Puerto Rican nationals mm-hmm. who were trying to bring attention Puerto to the case Rican, for Puerto huh? Rican independence. <laughs> yeah, they tried to off nice him. Nice job. And, Don't uh, they realize if they would have actually killed him, we would have just bombed Puerto Rico out of the ocean? <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard. We wouldn't have to fly planes. They could just like launch the missiles from Florida. And not only that, what a superfluous... like country yeah. to even own seriously why know, do we even have any fucking, i have no idea to do with alaska and puerto rico who yeah. cares it's kind of like a sh- every time i hear somebody going to puerto rico like for vacation they always end up getting some horrible like stomach disease <laughs> or <laughs> not a disease but like a virus or yeah. herpes yeah yeah uh gerald ford obviously was um uh he actually escaped two assassination attempts both by women I don't know why the women hated him. Lynette Squeaky Fromm, uh, pointing a gun at him, tried to, tried to, tried to kill him in 75. Uh, the second attempt on his life occurred um, only about two weeks later, in September 22nd, 1975. So Lynette Squeaky Fromm tried to assassinate Ford September 5th, 1975. And then um, Sarah Jane Moore tried to kill him September 22nd, 1975. Uh, she fired one shot that was deflected by a bystander. She was trying to prove herself to some radical friends with the assassination of a president. She was convicted of attempted assassination, and she's still in prison. I read a rumor that Gerald Ford was like more of a ladies' man than Bill Clinton. No way, dude. <laughs> That's what I read. On he the was internets. oafish. Did you ever see that guy? Dude, he's a football star. I guess he was a jock. Maybe he had a huge cock. Okay, but okay, who do you think got more ass? JFK or Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton just – Bill Clinton was like a chubby chaser. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even I mean, count. It's, it's, it's a, that is an apple and orange comparison because <laughs> John JFK, you know, he's like some blue blood from the fucking Northeast and he's getting like prime quality ass. Bill Clinton's like a fucking hillbilly who would fuck anything, a lot lizard that came along. <laughs> All right. Bill and he Clinton. preferred him. Like, you know, he liked the stripper with the cellulite and the fucking muffin top. All right. Bill Clinton or Justice Clarence Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. I don't even want to get into the details of that comparison. <laughs> I'm saying okay. Clarence Thomas. All right. And now one of the, the most probably famous assassination attempts here, and obviously because it is the most recent, was March 30th, 1981. Ronald Reagan was shot in the lung by John Hinckley Jr., who's a certified nutcase. Yeah. Hinckley hoped that by assassinating the president, he would earn enough notoriety to impress none other than Jodie Foster. Yeah, I think you're barking up the wrong tree there, pal. I don't <laughs> yeah. think she likes cocks. <laughs> Isn't she a lesbian? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't think uh, assassinating a president would, would impress 
Well, I guess it might impress some carpet munchers, but not most carpet munchers, especially famous actors. <laughs> well, you're definitely not going to turn them to the other side. Yeah, other I know. Exactly. I don't know what he was thinking. But well, I, she was like 18 also when that happened, too, right? So that's it was just weird. after uh, Taxi Driver. Well, oh, she's younger actually, than now is No, 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 no. Wait, wait, Somewhere wait. between 16 and 81. 18. Taxi Driver's probably in the 70s, so yeah. it's uh, Late 70s. Uh, yeah, late 70s. She's so it was only a few 18. years after. Um, he actually... So he didn't actually shoot Reagan. It... Uh, Ricocheted off a limousine door, <laughs> but he did shoot Secretary James Brady, along with an officer and a security agent. So, uh, hence the Brady Bill. Yeah, hence the Brady Bill. So and that you know, control. Reagan is is all the right wing people's like fucking second coming of Jesus, right? And also, all the right wing people hate gun control. But I think like the majority of recent gun control was all because of that assassination attempt. Well, I think it was, yeah, I think it was because of the uh, the Brady Bill. Yeah, that. yeah, it can be laid at the feet of uh, Ronald Reagan's administration. And it wasn't even some, like, right-wing nutcase. It was just this dude who's obsessed with Jodie Foster. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that made her feel. Uh, he was arrested but found not guilty by reason of insanity. That's a surprise. He was sentenced to life in a mental, mental institution where he is to this day. He wanted to get out recently, right? And yeah. His, his and his parents uh, were trying to lobby for it. And I think he was denied uh, denied parole. What I what I wonder about, like uh, Hinckley, what I find so interesting about the guy is why the fascination with Jodie Foster. Well, I guess she's kind of hot, but just the whole scheme is a little off base. It's well, not going to work, pal. You know who should share in the blame here is I think Scorsese should share in the blame because Scorsese did this movie Taxi Driver, where she's like a fifteen year old prostitute, twelve year old prostitute, oh, and so I think Hinckley. Was a nonce, a pederast, and uh-huh. uh, here he is. He sees this movie, twelve-year-old hottie, that Martin Scorsese is portraying in a sexual way. He's legitimizing the legitimizing sexual, the uh, sexual uh, yeah. allure of the twelve-year-old. So Hinckley watched this movie many times. Nineteen seventy-six movie, Taxi Driver. Uh, one of Scorsese's finest. Probably beating off in the theater because people didn't have VCRs back then, right? Generally. <laughs> Dude, 81. yeah, he probably went to the theater and jerked off. Gross. Do you remember that uh, scene, this a great scene in the movie when uh, Travis Bickle goes on a date with Sybil Shepard and actually takes her to a porno movie? I don't really remember. I'm more of a Kings of Comedy. <laughs> what the King fuck of Comedy, King that's, of a great, comedy that's a great guy. movie, too. Rupert Pupkin guy. <laughs> Travis but Bickle no, it's, guy. It's, just a great, it's just a great idea for a first date. It's like, I wish they still had uh, you know porn on the big screen so we could still do, do that. Where? There's a theater on Market Street. That has porn on the big screen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. God, who would ever even think conceive <laughs> of that as a first date? It's just like, hey, baby, I'll show you a good time. Let's go out to dinner. You know, we'll go hit the uh, Carl's Jr. And then afterwards, <laughs> we're going to go over Wiener to... Schnitzel. <laughs> Wiener A little bit of Wiener Schnitzel. And then after, we're going to go check out some porno on the big screen. Right. But yeah, she wasn't impressed it's an with art it. film. But Hinckley developed an obsession with actress Jodie Foster, who played a child prostitute in the film. When Foster actually entered Yale University, Hinckley moved to New Haven, Connecticut for a short time to stalk her. He slipped poems and messages under her door and repeatedly contacted her by telephone. Can I make a tangent comment? Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we fucking stop this famous rich people going back to college bullshit? Like, <laughs> fuck you. You have more money than I'm ever going to have uh, or make. And you're going to go, like, I just read today that Ashley Judd is going to some fucking public policy school at fucking Harvard. And, like, uh, who's the one from uh, the Star Wars movies, that bitch? Natalie Portman, she goes to Yale or Harvard or something. Fuck you. 
No, exactly. What do they need to go to school for? You wonder why? Because they're bored. It's an ego thing. It's, it's like school sucks. You're not. You're not just a normal person. I know you want everybody to think you're just a normal person, and you don't want to be in Us Weekly, like you know, pictures taken of you on the beach. But that's you. I, you know, I don't want to expound on this too much, but. It, you know what I think it is? Is I think they, they, they're so worried about their image and they think that people are going, oh, you're a stupid Hollywood actress, that they feel that it legitimizes right. themselves by, well, no, actually, I went to Yale. Yeah. I'm very intelligent right. and beautiful and successful. Right. So wh- why isn't he trying to assassinate them instead of... Uh... <laughs> I, I'd be down with that. That's all I'm saying. So um, Higley failed to develop any meaningful contact with Foster, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. And then he developed such plots as hijacking an airplane and committing suicide in front of her to gain her attention. Mm-hmm. He should have probably done that. And eventually he settled on a scheme to win her over by assassinating the president. The first one he went after was uh, President Jimmy Carter. Oh, wow. He trailed him for years, but was arrested farmer. in Tennessee on a uh, <laughs> firearms charge. And then uh, he went after the, uh, the newly elected president, Ronald Reagan. And um, he... Attempted to assassinate him, assassinate him, and uh, failed. What I find interesting about that, though, is so you go through all this trouble, the plot, a scheme, you get your weapon, you go there, you summon up the courage to assassinate the president, and you fail. What a letdown! And you miss. And you miss. <laughs> and you only door. get one shot. You got Brady, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he got Brady. That's <laughs> so all I'm saying. Is uh, presidential assassination is no joke, people. You know, it's like we, we don't want to make light. That should light. just be the next t-shirt. Presidential assassination no is joke. no joke. And then we could have com on the back. Yeah. No, that's probably a good idea. But no, you know, I, I, I find it interesting. And I wouldn't be surprised if Lynette Squeaky From tries to go after Obama. Uh-huh. How old is she now? 70? 60. <laughs> Dude, don't, un- don't underestimate the senior citizens. She's like 65. 6-0. Six zero. Six zero. Don't yeah, underestimate. Some of them are still spry, and if she's been working out in prison, sixty with a six shooter. Mm-hmm. Is I think she a Obama, lesbian now? After being in prison for so long, I meant this is what I picture what that squeaky frown to look like: shaved head, probably graying, big, huge biceps, maybe like a faded heart tattoo, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm sure she knows how to wield a firearm. Oh, I thought you were gonna say chow box. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> like a pro. She used to be not bad looking in those pictures. No, actually, the in the 70s. pictures from the 70s. We'll, we'll, put, mean, up not a, great, we'll put up a but picture on the site. Just one of those mousy, hippie, her vagina smells like patchouli type chicks. You know what I think uh, John Waters' next movie should be? Is a movie about another assassination attempt on a president by Lynette Squeaky from. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he should do. I think he should, yeah. Maybe I he could be call interesting. Us. I'd love to interview the guy. No, I, I think it'd be fascinating. People, this is uh, episode 186 here of Sick and Wrong. Before uh, I do a recap on last week's show, quick word from our sponsor. As you know, Sick and Wrong is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. And uh, right now we have a new offer that we're uh, giving it to everybody. Wackley actually put up the uh, sweet banner on the new site. You can click on the banner and immediately get the uh, discount price here. But uh, go to AdamandEve.com for a limited time. You'll get 50% off just about any item. And you also get three free adult DVDs with every purchase, <laughs> plus a free gift so sensual that we can't even mention it on the podcast. No, it could be like a $3,000 real doll. It could be a rabbit fur lined cock ring. We have no idea. No. No, we, have, we really don't have any idea. And the, the fact of the matter is, is I actually haven't even used adamandeve.com because 
I need to save my money to uh, pay the hookers for the blowjob. So I, I can't give them, you know, free gifts here. But to top it all off, they'll even throw, throw in free shipping on your order. So check that out, people. You order something, you get your dildo, you get your butt plug, you get three free adult DVDs, plus a free sensual gift and free shipping. So uh, go check out adamandeve.com and make sure you use the code word DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, when you check out. And uh, yeah. You can have fun with your life. Be daring. <laughs> Carpe diem. <laughs> uh, quick recap of last week's show, episode 185. Wackily, we just said, uh, just uh, completely slain by the listener. Just Really? Destroyed. That destroyed. I don't think anyone's ever baby us. brain eating thing. You know, I kind of uh, anticipated that story to win, but uh, it just, uh, I mean, seriously, it was like a landslide victory. So, Wackerly, you did a story about the uh, strange case of Lily Burke, the, the uh, woman who's beat by the homeless guy. I did a story about a pregnant woman who had a very unfortunate miscarriage, and a listener sent a story about a cannibal zombie mother who ate her child's brain. Yep. Believe it or not, the uh, listener came in with 187 votes. I came in second with 64 votes, and uh, Wackerly... Came in a distant third with uh, 46 votes. Um, I want to make a mention here. A few people sent in an update about the story that I did. So my story is about a woman who had her fetus stolen. Right. And we thought it was the husband. Which, we thought like, it was the husband. It was, uh, came to light that it was not. Yeah, the next day. I, lo- I love how like a, a crucial fact comes out the very next day. So it turned out an acquaintance actually uh, cut the child out of her and pretended it was her own. The worst part about it is the acquaintance here, Julie Corey, who took the kid, totally convinced her husband that it was a real kid. So her husband was stoked and was like showing her to his, grand- to his mother, his grandmother. It was just like, you know, this is awesome. She and said that he- she delivered this baby and yeah. the dude believed it? Totally God, believed it. People are retarded. Hook, line, and sinker. And then all of a sudden she's arrested and now he's like in... Dire straits, that guy. I, I, I feel Well, he's for single him. again. <laughs> People, you know the way sick and wrong works here. Wacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show. The audience votes, and the winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com or submit them directly in the articles thread in the, uh, the article section in the forum. So, Wackerly, I don't know who started last week, but uh, wh- wh- why don't you kick off episode 186 here with your story? Mine uh, is about a Chinese teenager. Which a China man. be a great... Well, not a man. A teen. A China teen. <laughs> so, that's got to be... I don't know. One hell of an existence, right? You're you're the only child, one child policy. All your female sisters have been killed at birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drowned in the bucket in the backyard. Yeah. And and there's no girls to date because all the other female babies were also killed at birth. Is it there's is maybe like one girl in the whole town. Isn't that like a an ongoing problem in China is that uh, guys can't find anyone? There must be a lot of gay there must be a lot of homosexuality in China. Hmm, that's a good question. I wonder. And we've asked this question before. Do communists look down upon homosexuality? I am not or, sure. Or as I like to call it, homosinuality. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, though, because they're drowning all the female children. So, I mean, they got to turn the other cheek sometimes. <laughs> the butt cheek. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you're a teenager, it's... 
in any country, it's hard to get laid. And then when all the female children are dead, it's got to be It impossible. makes it even more difficult, yes. So what do you do? You turn to the internet and internet gaming, as any teen would do. Yeah. I, like I've said before, I am really glad internet gaming was not around when I was a teen, because shit would have turned out a lot differently. I'd probably still be in my parents' basement right now. Just like fish belly white, weighing about 380 pounds. <laughs> Just translucent. Yeah, my entire <laughs> diet would be Domino's pizza and cheese puffs and Like you know, Eric Cartman Dr. in that World of Dr. Warcraft Pepper. episode. That would be me. But I'd be this age, not Eric Cartman's age. Uh, that'd, that'd be, it would be uh, disgusting. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, anyway, here comes the story. His parents, his name's Deng Senshan, he's 16, I assume that's a perfectly acceptable name in China. I know, Dong is also an, an yeah. acceptable this name there. This is Deng, unless it's a typo. His parents know. hoped their teenage son would be home in a month, cured of his addiction to the internet, uh, after they sent him to the uh, Guangxi Quihang Survival Training Camp. <laughs> Dang was addicted to playing on the internet. Uh, this is articles written by like somebody who's like never heard of World of Warcraft, so she doesn't really know what the fuck she's talking <laughs> yeah, I was about, about to say, which what? is crazy. I mean, it's a huge cultural phenomenon. Like, lady, dude, it's so internet gaming is so pervasive. But I, what I'm wondering is, what game was he playing? They don't say. But it had to be like World of Warcraft. There's, there's or... a Korean version that I think is really popular too, called like Sacred or I, I can't even remember what it's called. But for some a, reason, there's another one that's actually more popular than World of Warcraft. If you, if you take the entire globe. For some reason, I think it's like uh, um, bearable, like more bearable for someone to play World of Warcraft than that sim simulator game. What's that one where you like have like the exact same life that you live now, but the it's Sims. virtual? But, but there's one in particular that they are <laughs> oh, playing. Oh, Second Life. Second Life. Right. I, right. Feel, I feel like, like at least World of Warcraft is fantasy, whereas Second Life, it's just like... So what do you do in Second Life? Well, I'm a banker. I have a family, and uh, you know I go to a strip club. <laughs> you don't really know anything about Second Life, do you? Dude, I've, I've seen people play Second Life. I've read a lot about it. I've seen yeah. like I think idiots you'd be get surprised married that you know the the big, huge, muscled fucking like fox person on Second Life. In real life, that guy isn't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not really. But still, I get what you're saying. It's like yeah, I just think that World of Warcraft. Somewhat more legitimate it for could, the nerds. You could for see how nerds. maybe it would be fun, right? No, but <laughs> <laughs> just legitimacy, okay? Uh, you totally knocked me off my concentration. I'm, I'm sorry. So um, the dude was went to like an well, okay, yeah, like camp. I was saying, this woman's never heard of World of Warcraft, so she says stuff like, "He was addicted to playing on the internet." <laughs> anyway, he was just uh, the latest teenager to be sent by his parents to the, one of these clinics because I guess it's a. It's a huge problem in China, even bigger than here. I mean, everybody knows some World of Warcraft addict who never leaves their their computer. It's but I tragedy. guess in China, it's really bad. And like I said before, I think it's probably because uh, a teen, the life of a teenage boy in China is extra dire because of the lack of women, because they all are murdered when they're infants. Yes. Um, the parents paid around a thousand dollars for this a month of treatment at this survival training camp. I like they have. There's no the title of the camp has no mention of internet addiction. But what I wonder, how do you know it's an internet addiction? It sounds like he's like becoming like a wilderness survivalist. Well, I'm or taking something. the word of the article, but uh, his fi- father told the supervisor of the camp when he dropped him off that his son was shy and introverted, and they should avoid putting too much pressure on him during the first couple of days. You know what my theory is? <laughs> this is a fat kid camp. He's right there. It's not too fat. I mean, these obviously could be in better shape. But um, all right, but you. But that's like, dude, that's like from the neck down. You, you can't see the gut. 
<laughs> you want a full he, body shot next time? Is I'm that, just saying. You have something for Chinese teenage boys? No, I'm just saying he looks like he could be pear-shaped. I'm saying you can tell he's not 300 pounds, though. If anything, yeah, no, he's yeah. maybe 20 pounds overweight, which is probably a lot for a 16-year-old. But um, uh, the dad says, take it easy on my kid. And obviously, you know, the camp people are like, yeah, everybody fucking says that. Why'd you bring your kid here? We're going to whip him into shape. Um, but like all Chinese families, they dote on the fucking boy because it's like every Chinese boy is a, a total mama's boy. Yeah, and no, seriously, boy. it's like they treat him like royalty. It's fucking ridiculous. Children should be kind of like neglected, in my opinion, for the most part. Uh, but instead of taking it easy on him, the boy was placed in solitary confinement shortly after his arrival and then beaten by his trainers who scolded him <laughs> for running too slowly when he was ordered to go jogging. Fat gay camp for sure. <laughs> well, I think it's... There's cross symptoms between just being a fat kid and being an internet, internet dork. Right? Yeah. That's the it's set. I think the there's Venn, a correlation. The Venn diagram <laughs> is pretty much right on top of each other, right? Um, so yeah, he didn't run fanatics enough, and they beat him, and apparently they beat him to death. Did <laughs> <laughs> the counselors? Yeah. Um, he had been the dad had signed an agreement with the camp to help his son quote get away from bad behavior, regain confidence, and establish positive life attitudes. But the contract also states quote the center can take necessary approaches, including punishment, to educate the teenager as long as the approaches will not abuse the child or impair his health. I guess they maybe the ink smudged on the end of that clause. Um, they never spare the rod in China. I'll give them that. Yeah, we'll give them that. Sometimes they're a little too, too aggressive. <laughs> a little, the there's, a little, there's a few too many yeah. rods sometimes. Yeah, those Chinese prisons can't be very fun. No. Um, but anyway, so like the, you know, he his heart slowed down. It doesn't even say it in this article, but I read another article. His heartbeat slowed down. He was exhausted and then just ended up dying like shortly after from the beatings. He didn't die immediately. You know what probably actually happened in reality is they were probably dangling a Twinkie off of like a fishing line uh, and just and holding it just out of reach. Yeah. He was rushing to get it. You know, hyperventilated, uh, blood pressure went up, and he yeah. died. Well, the Twinkie defense maybe will work here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the latest controversy concerning the treatment of internet addiction in China. Last month, the health ministry banned the use of electroshock therapy as a treatment. <laughs> you, you know what I... <laughs> it's because countries like 20 years behind. therapy. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, Zan Wembin is a principal of another training center that's similar to this camp, and he said that military mes- methods such as total immersion and physical training and mental consultation were needed to cure internet addiction. He said 80% of about 100 students treated at his center since early 2007 had been cured. Did the other 20 are dead, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they, they go got, right they back on tasered. the world of war crack. You know what I think the the best treatment for internet addiction would be is to buy the the dork a prostitute. It's just like here you go. You know, right. it's like I bet you they have really good prostitutes. Yeah, exactly. In China. They probably have really hot prostitutes in China. It's just like here, have sex rather than being on the internet. Yeah, and then all of a sudden and it's now just get like, a job and you can pay the prostitute. You know, and now week. you can have sex all the time rather than having like this simulated life that's meaningless. Yeah. But you know, I, I think know. a lot of our listeners probably have internet addictions. Like the people who listen to all the podcasts in like a week, yeah, nonstop. Yeah, or you know, my my favorite is the people that it's like I haven't even posted the episode yet, and they're already complaining <laughs> that it hasn't been uploaded completely. Maybe or that, they should that be beaten. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> they need to, to go to a, but I think they need to go to a Chinese uh, internet survivalist camp. Yeah. 
But put a vote up on uh, iTunes before you die. Because <laughs> okay. that'll live that. on. That'll live on beyond the grave. Either that or get them a hooker so they can sleep through the night, you know, have mm-hmm. sex, sleep through the night, and they just... Yeah. Get, get the podcast in the morning. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. A new episode's up. I guess I'll listen to it, maybe. <laughs> Still thinking about that blowjob from the hooker, though. Yeah, I think when you're a virgin, you just have too much spare time on your hands. So right. on the sick and wrong star scale, th- this poor guy probably was a virgin. He's probably never been laid. Well, Almost definitely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would say 99, I'm 99% sure he was a virgin. So he's a virgin, fat, got sent to uh, internet death camp, and uh, he gets <laughs> his ass beaten. <laughs> I don't know, he gets his ass beaten and dies. It's like, what kind of life is that? I'm going to have to give that a four-star I'm giving that four stars. I'm giving it four and a half. He just wanted to play internet crack game. Dude, that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to be... <laughs> he wanted to, him to die. He wanted to be a dwarf named, you know, Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to, to cruise through uh, World of yeah. Warcraft world and whatever. Instead, he died just all sweaty and hyperventilating from jogging. And he never got that Twinkie. No. Four stars for sure. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. My story actually is uh, quite current, very topical, and uh, was sent in by uh, quite a few people, but I found it last night, bitches. Uh, this story uh, just occurred yesterday, yesterday evening, in uh, Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. Man kills three women and then himself and has a full blog page which describes his plans in detail. All right, but one thing. How many bridges are in Bridgeville? <laughs> I bet you there's really like one. <laughs> Just one it's a rural Pennsylvania one. town yeah, rural that Pennsylvania. has one bridge, and they decide to call it Bridgeville. Yeah, why, why the hell didn't he just drive over to Philly or Pittsburgh or something and go yeah. to like a real, um, you know, place to commit a spree killing? I don't know. So yeah, they you put know, Bridgeville on the map though. It's been a while since uh, we've done a spree killing story. Usually, because I find spree killing stories kind of mundane. Uh huh. You know, they happen all the time, especially in these uh, in, in this economic time that we have here, the recession. And it's often an angsty teen, and like I just don't want to even bother thinking about what bothers an angsty you teen. Know, but you know, we got to make a uh, differentiation here. It's like when it's like that guy at Virginia Tech at VTech who went on a spree killing like that. Now that's something that we can't ignore. No. But it, when it's like some guy who goes into you know his his office and shoots a few people because he got laid off the day before. It's or like, in eh, high school. It's commonplace. Yeah. High school now has become commonplace too. So uh, the, the reason I'm doing this is it, well, mainly because he uh, had a full-on blog which detailed <laughs> his plans on doing this. But it's also interesting where he committed the spree killing and to whom. A man who sprayed bullets into a fitness class filled with women, killing three and then himself apparently kept a webpage in which he wrote about years of rejection by women and an earlier plan for violence at the gym in which he said he chickened out. This is when uh, I wish Tom Likas was still in the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm Maybe sure he, he would have weighed podcast. in on this. I'm going to go look for you it. You know, I think he does, and we beat him. <laughs> Neighbors described 48-year-old George Sodini as antisocial. And uh, the webpage in his name showcased a resume setting forth his credentials as an unhappy loner. <laughs> it listed his date of death, August 4th, 2009, and his status of ne- never married. And yes, people, we do have a copy of the blog. 
that I'm thinking maybe two people have ever read because the warning signs could not be clearer. Not getting a lot of hits to the blog. Dude, I don't think he got any hits to the blog. <laughs> I think he failed at the blog. Uh-huh. Um, he definitely failed at uh, at uh, Love Life. And uh, he kind of failed at a spree killing, being that he only killed three women in a whole fitness class. But we'll get to that in a second. Right. We're going to call... So let's just tally it up right here. Blog failure. <laughs> spree killing went viral, though. Everybody's uh, yeah, talking about everyone's it. Everyone's talking about the spree killing. <laughs> And uh, I think the blog is going to go viral, too. So the blog is... Well, uh, now. Now I mean, it is. Cause we're, and effect. We're going to call it an online manifesto. Yep. So on the online manifesto, uh, Sodini complained of not having a girlfriend, get this, since 1984. Mm. It's a long How time. How old is he? 48 years old. So and he hadn't had 20. a date since May 2008, which isn't that long, but still long enough. And this is the kicker. Not having sex for 19 years. Right. No sex for 19 years makes Homer something something. <laughs> <laughs> but So you just said there's a posting that says he hasn't had a date since when? 2008. May 2008. Oh, okay. All right. So that's actually not that long. Because I was going to say, I've read this whole blog, and there's postings about him going on dates. No, he hadn't had a date since May 2008, but obviously he didn't seal the deal during the date. I don't think he was a, a, a regular Casanova. Right. Should we say? He doesn't know how to convert. No, he, he definitely wasn't a Don Juan. <laughs> what I wonder, though, no sex for 19 years. Maybe he hadn't heard of this thing called prostitution, the wonderful world of prostitution. Right. Which uh, I'm or sure goes on in Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. Even a strip club, you know, you can get a girl to grind her ass into your pants till you come. Dude, as a former resident of rural Michigan, we even had rub and tugs there. Yeah. There were rub and tugs in buttfuck Michigan. In my town Guaranteed of 40,000 citizens, there were like two. Exactly. Guaranteed Bridgeville, Pennsylvania had one rub and tug. Right. And, and This guy has his dick on a pedestal, though. Well, you know, exactly. I think this guy... I don't want to interrupt you telling the story. Should I leave my comments till the end? (laughs) No, but I agree with you. I think this guy was his own worst enemy. I think he was going for... He was shooting shooting too high. Yeah, his range of acceptable women, you can tell, are probably 8s to 10s on the 10, 10 scale. And probably, you know, between the ages of 18 and like 30 or something. When he's a 48-year-old geezer. A 48-year-old geezer that I think should have been a little more realistic in the type of woman he was pursuing. Anybody can get... There's never been a time in my life where I could not have gotten laid. Exactly. It's if, just if that, trying. like, the prospect... There have been times when I wasn't getting laid, but it's because I wasn't uh, into the prospects. Yeah, it's but like, think, I'm not going to bother with that one. But, but if I needed it, I but, knew where to go. But I think if you're a homicidal nutter like this guy, it might have been difficult to get laid. I still think uh, you got to – I mean, you you read these posts. They're not – he's not raving. He's like like a 48-year-old emo guy. He's really depressed. He's definitely lamenting the fact that that he doesn't have much of a sex life. He writes, women just don't like me. There are 30 million desirable women in the U.S., parentheses, my estimate, and I cannot (laughs) find a single one. He ended that statement with the words, death lives. On Tuesday night, <laughs> that's a little crazy. <laughs> non sequitur. On Tuesday night, um, Sodini walked into a fitness center, entered a Latin Impact dance aerobics class. What the fuck is that? I have no idea. <laughs> Do you belong to a gym? 
I do belong to a gym, but I don't so go to dance aerobics that? classes. You know, you do. You see, gotta look in the door and see him doing it. Though. You do see some hot chicks like dancing to something, but I, I imagine it was just like one of those one of those things where there's like a really um, you know uh, uh, physically fit gay black man uh-huh. in like uh, you know in uh, wearing a. Um, Headband, a headband, and short uh, shorts, and short shorts <laughs> leading a whole troop of like uh, kind of overweight girls that are doing like the dance moves to try They're to. They're not all over. They came all. See, if I belonged to a gym, I think that'd be the only thing I did. Yeah, but I would sign up for those classes and get in the back row. They always say it's like they're like, oh, you should join one of these like low impact dance classes because you know you'll meet all these chicks. But oh, like, I don't want to meet them. I'm just gonna look at their crack <laughs> as they bend over and do like the splits and all the dance moves. I know, but see, the thing is though, it's a double edged sword. You're gonna be looked at as a pervert. I don't care. Or as a homosexual. I'm not trying to date <laughs> these women. I'm just trying to make mental pictures, and then I go right home and jerk off, or maybe even in the gym bathroom locker room. <laughs> pervert. So he entered this Latin don't impact. Care. Dance aerobics class, place a duffel bag on the ground, rooted around in the bag for a moment, and here's his tragic flaw. Turned off the lights, took out at least two guns, and just started shooting. Right. I think if he had left the lights on, his body count would have been a bit higher. I think it has something to do with his sexual repression, turning out the lights. You think so? He's probably the type of guy who wouldn't have sex with the lights on either. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it did. You know, that makes sense. But I'm just surprised that, uh, you know, if he really was going to, obviously he planned this out. If he really, really wanted to map one success in his life is maybe a high body count. Uh-huh. Shutting off the lights and shooting blindly in the dark isn't going to help yeah. matters. Way to fail at a massacre. <laughs> like you failed at ever getting any ass. Three women were killed. Nine people were injured. Police say he may have fired as many as 52 shots. Mm, that's not a good Before ratio. turning the gun on himself and committing suicide. 52 shots and only three people murdered. Uh-huh. Yeah, he failed in that as well. I wonder if it was the fattest women because, you know... A higher percentage chance that the bullet would find the target. <laughs> oh, he did injure nine. He walked right into the room where the shootings occurred as if he knew exactly where he was going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he went in with the idea of doing what he did, says police superintendent Charles Moffat. Uh, apparently, uh, Sodini had been keeping a blog, a 4,610-word 4, webpage, which has a nine-month chronology of his plans to commit the shooting. His decision to delay it and the process that led to the eventual carnage at the health club. And so we actually have a copy of this manifesto. Wackerly went through and highlighted a couple um, entries here. So he almost, I mean, he probably entered in something like every other day. And people, we invite you to go check it out and read it in its entirety. It's on, actually on the Sick and Wrong Forum. Someone posted it. Yeah. That's where I got it's this prolific from. blogger. Yeah. He's, For he's nine a months. prolific blogger here. So uh, May 25th, 2009. I was invited to a picnic, and I went. An older woman was there, out of the blue, asked if I liked high school, then quickly asked if I was picked on very much. Interesting why she should ask that, but thanks. I already know what the problem is, but a solution eludes me. So, you know why I highlighted that one? Why? Because some girl tries to talk to him, and he turns it into some big fucking, like, emotional conspiracy that she's trying to, like sabotage him or something like the chick was chatting you up you retard persecution complex for yeah sure. he probably could have had sex with that one just misinterpreting signals and i think that's what he did his whole life he's probably beaten by his mother some people i was talking with this is june 2nd 2009 some people i was talking with believed i date a lot and get around with women 
Well, obviously that's not the case. <laughs> they think this because I showed an email I got from a hot woman to the department gossip, but it didn't work out. All this is funny. Actually, I haven't had sex since I was 29 years old, <laughs> 13 years ago. Yeah. This is the best part. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> starting to have voices in his head, multiple personalities. Jesus, dude. So, yeah, when I've gone through dry spells, hot chicks are not emailing me. No. So I don't know what these guy's complaints are. And you, you know what's funny? It's like they, they put a couple different pictures of him online. One picture, he's actually not that bad looking of a fellow. A lot of people right. are like, everyone's expecting this guy. You he know. Looks, looks like one of the posters. Well, everyone's expecting. <laughs> he actually does. One of the uh, postal posters. But, yeah. We have yeah, several postmen, and one of them I think he looks Well, like. I mean, everyone's thinking, you know, this dude looks like uh, Chris Farley with a shaved head or something and a mustache. But no, he's, no, a he's actually guy. a pretty It's purely guy. mental problems. A, he was his own worst enemy. Um, let's see here. June 5th, 2009, he says, I was reading several posts on different forums, and it seems many teenage girls have sex frequently. One 16-year-old does it usually three times a day with her boyfriend. So, air, after a month of that, this little hoe has had more sex than me in my entire life, and I'm 48. <laughs> One more reason. Thanks for nada, bitches. Bye. <laughs> So he's obviously sexually attracted to 16-year-olds. I mean, that's like... Yeah, no, totally. Dude, I dude think you're fucking is, 48. You could date... He's robbing the cradle. You could date a 38-year-old, and you're going you're gonna to feel like the man. Why are you paying attention to what 16-year-olds are doing? He writes here, July 23rd, 2009. Wow, I just looked out my front window and saw a beautiful college-age girl leave Bob Fox's house right across <laughs> the street. Bob Fox. Dude, Bob Fox is probably a porn star. Yeah. I guess he got a good lay today. College girls are hoes. I masturbate frequently. <laughs> He's about 45 years old. She's a long-haired, hot little hottie with a beautiful body. I masturbate frequently. Some were simply meant to walk a lonely path in life. I don't usually look out, but just happen to notice. Holy fuck. I've masturbated since age 13. Thanks, Mom and brother and Dad, old man, for totally ignoring me through the years. What, what, did, they, what did he want? A group I don't know. masturbation He's session? switching his focus here a little bit. <laughs> All of you deeply helped me, by the way. God, they must be really impressed with this. People, Sarcastic it goes, blog. It goes on and on like this for quite a while. So I, I, I recommend you reading this. You know, I think one of the reasons why he probably didn't get laid is... He probably met a girl, and then they're asking him, like, so what do you do for fun? I have a blog. Yeah, I blog about I blog, my feelings. I blog about my life. You, you want to read, read it? You want to check it out? It's right online. Then he sends them the link, and they never speak to him again. That's yeah. why, like, when I meet a chick or I'm at the bar, the first thing out of my mouth is not, hey, so I do a podcast. Is I, it? I, no, have you cured yourself of that? Dude. Because at one point that was. I, 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 think I pointed out that. Have you noticed the girls always stop talking to you after that? <laughs> well, you know, they don't because it's funny because they don't really know what a podcast is. But as soon as they get home and they uh, check it out, maybe not even <laughs> listen to like a fraction of an episode. They just check out the webpage alone. Never hear from them no. ever again. Nope. My sister tried to hook me up with a girl. And then she's like the her uh, or the, esthetician. The no, she was she was just like, uh, you know, here you can have his card. He does this uh, radio show. It's really cool. Uh-huh. Never heard. From it's her. a podcast. But Never it's, heard it's from. It's not her. on the radio. No, it's it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. So uh, as you can see, Sodini, I think, made the tragic uh, error of actually telling him about the blog. Now, why didn't he? Why did he go the route of you know mass murder or whatever you want to call this spree killing, and not the route of Rape, or maybe even just a date rape. 
I don't know why. Why don't you think he would have been more fulfilled if he went for rape? <laughs> yeah, you want to know why? Because he, a lot, he, a lot of rape victims aren't going to implicate you. They're just going to forget about it. I think he was beyond. I, mean, I don't want to advocate rape or anything, but when it's rape versus spree killing, I'm I'm going to get behind the rape. I think he was beyond the point of rape, though. Mm-hmm. I think at this point it was pure hatred, pure vitriol. Probably pure wouldn't spite. even be able to get it up. Yeah, and then and then he would have been ridiculed and hated women even more. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm going to give this a high score, not because he he failed miserably as a uh, gunman trying to commit a massacre. He failed miserably in life as I uh, hadn't been late in 19 years. The reason I'm giving it a high score is because this case is so tragic. Tragic comic, but tragic. <laughs> so I'm going to give this a 4.5. Uh-huh. Do you, I mean, you think, you know what happened. The la- That girl that he got laid by when he was 29 or whatever. Just like Hitler. She's probably really hot, right? Yeah. And so he would never go below that. For some reason, some nine fucked him and he's like a six or a seven and he would never go back to the six or seven range he was trying to like play out of his weight class and he aged for 20 years yep i think that's dumbass you know what actually i think if uh, obama really wanted to help this nation he should pass legislation that says if you're nine or ten you're a hot chick every now and then you're required to fuck at least one or two ugly men yeah because then i agree i mean by but by then you're basically like Stopping, you know the uh, the or ebbing the flow it's of like uh, serial killings. Valve. It's a safety valve. You know, you, I don't know how we're going to administrate this program or keep accounts of it, but I think it has to be done. Yeah, but you know how they they keep they keep accounts of how much money you earn. Mm-hmm. It's like they have the IRS. Why why couldn't there be like the internal sex the ISD now, the internal sex saying, division? So every hot chick needs to do this. Like there's any there's chick who's between duty. an eight and ten has to go fuck at least one ugly guy. But the other way is you could just have a specific pleasure patrol that were all nines and tens. And yeah, that, that, that go out. I mean, you could have – yeah, exactly. You could – you know, if you wanted to join the armed forces, yeah. you could be in the pleasure patrol and right. go out. And that basically is just I'm calming down individuals. You know what that is? Socialism! <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. It's sexy socialism. <laughs> sexy socialism. That's what we advocate here on Sick right. and Wrong. <laughs> so it's like, you know, from – the hot chick to the uh, not I don't know <laughs> man who's not to a, the working able class. to get a hot chick exactly from the people who are able to give them a, a chance yep yes give them a chance right so, now, so how, what, they have to really get under like the one level <laughs> sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna name names so dude are, are they patriots are they patriots well what 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 did you give this a star rating uh, f- uh four and a half sure. four and a half all yeah. right we'll see what the list I mean I is. think he brought it on himself and. You know, the women should have should have at least given him a hummer. If there's a pleasure <laughs> patrol, if there's a pleasure patrol, this would have happened. All right, so ladies, don't think you uh, you know lack the blame here. Yeah. Okay, every once in a while for the good don't of get the up country, on your fucking high horse. Go fuck a crazy psycho guy. <laughs> yeah, who's not all right. that good? I'm speaking looking. to you, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so, listener submission, real quick, uh, came in from Charlie. He writes, "This one will make you smile. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, Charlie Manson." I don't know. (laughs) A New York City family sues over funeral home horror. A Bronx business accused of doing the unspeakable after a man has holes in his head, flies buzzing on body during viewing. You know, a very misleading headline here because I was thinking, wow, the business did the unspeakable. I was was thinking immediately necrophilia. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen. They fucked the hole in his head. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that's what they imply. But no, it didn't happen. Blood seepage, sutures, discoloration visible to those paying respects. As happened in the Bronx and New York, 
People who attended a 43-year-old Fernando Maldonado's wake on June 1st said it was a complete horror show. <laughs> the viewing at La, Pu- La Paz Funeral Home was delayed because of problems preparing the body. When the mourners filed in, they weren't prepared for what they saw. Uh, tears filled Maldonado's brother here as he described the condition of his younger sibling's corpse. Bleeding, he said. There were exposed wires sticking out of his eyes and flies going into a massive head wound in his head. I love that Well, quote. why didn't somebody from the family Massive say... Massive head wound in his head. Yeah. <laughs> in his cabeza. In his cabeza. In fact, by the end of the funeral, the flies buzzing around the body's open wound became so persistent, the funeral home placed a white veil over the corpse's head to protect it. Why didn't somebody from the family just close the fucking casket? Goddamn Catholics. I don't understand. It's the fucking Catholics. Why do they have to have an open casket? I had a funeral in high school where the family did the same thing. Uh, Car accident, the fucking, you know, reconstruction was not good, and they insisted on open casket. I I, I just don't understand They didn't sue the funeral home, but, I mean, that's what I don't get. Dude, I remember I had a friend who died in a drunk driving accident. This was like when I was 18, and I had never seen an open casket funeral because Jews, Jews always have closed casket. Right, smart. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they made him look like E.T. Yeah. Like, one eye was, like, bulging <laughs> and, like, uh, don't like you guys have, like, you know, a protractor, at least, to get those <laughs> eyes at the same level? I mean, come on. This looks like you made it out of fucking Play-Doh. Well, I mean, if you're not going to get, if you're not going to close the fucking casket, then why not get, like, a bug zapper or something you can put right above it? Like, the coffin <laughs> bug fly, zapper? Some fly paper. Just bzz, yeah. Bzz. <laughs> yeah, fly paper or something. Uh, his father, William Maldonado Sr., tried to chime in and uh, talk about his son, but was unable. Yeah. I can't and you can talk always see it. those wires. Well, I shouldn't pick on the Catholics, because this is a very wasp thing to do. I've been to a lot of open casket funerals, and you, you can, can always see, see the it. wires in the face. It's not wire, it's thread. And, oh, the, and the, the mouth stitching. and the eyelids. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the mouth and the eyelids. I mean, what the fuck, people? And the, the guy had a massive head wound, and that's why he died. Yeah, look, it, that's still him. You don't get to magically get the corpse of him from five years ago. Well, as it turned out, Fernando died in his sleep. Oh. He had numerous health problems, including uh, chronic diabetes, but an autopsy had to be ordered to help pinpoint the exact cause of death, which was not a massive head wound. But was um, the head wound caused by the autopsy? They probably yes. saw it. Into the so what happened, uh, they, they performed the procedure at the Bronx. The Bronx medical examiner shipped the body to the funeral home where the body was supposed to be prepared for the viewing. Evidence of the autopsy, though, was clearly visible in the photos taken of the open casket. Viewing. There was a hole behind the dead man's right ear that appeared to be seeping blood. Uh, two witnesses said there were blood stains all over the pillow and the, the, the bottom of the coffin and wires that appeared to be autopsy sutures, visible holding a loose flap of skin to the back of his hairline. What, were they, like, lifting the guy out of the coffin? Like, hugging him? What, but what is he, like, a marionette? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what right. were they doing with it? Fucked up. Uh, the corpse is a dark bluish color in spots, and the ears looked ex- especially green. Do all Mexicans have green ears when they die? No, that's leprechauns. Oh, okay. <laughs> Irish people, too. Mexican leprechaun. It's close. Mex leprechaun. Chupacabra. <laughs> One of the owners of the La Paz Funeral Home said, Hey, we did the best we could. We did the best we could. Come was, on. Forget so, about it. I was it. so sleepy. <laughs> uh, the uh, father here said there are no feelings for the family. The last thing we wanted was to see our son that way. 
This is how we'll remember him. It is difficult to unsee something like that. When asked if they had accepted a closed casket service, if they'd known the condition of the body, he said absolutely. Which I don't understand. So That's bullshit. Why wouldn't they just shut close the lid? The lid? Yeah. Shut the lid instead of a veil with the flies. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine a little kid's just crying? Yeah. I mean, it'd be I actually could, pretty great. <laughs> I could see this happening. In Kiss like, your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> for the last time. Do it. Pesa your uncle. <laughs> but no, you know, I could see this happening in like a Tijuana funeral home. Like, you right. know, a funeral home in like uh, Mexico or rural Mexico. Or sure. This is in New York. It's in the Bronx. It's in the Bronx. It's, 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 the Bronx isn't that bad, is it? The Bronx is pretty bad. What are you comparing it to? The, the Tijuana Mexican home funeral home. It's like home. a notch above. One, one <laughs> it notch. costs five pesos to be buried. Yeah. The Bronx <laughs> is pretty be- horrible from what I know. Uh, here's the best part. The wake it lasted... It will be gentrified, but it hasn't been yet. It's a work in progress. Yeah. The wake lasted five hours and was interrupted three times as the funeral director tried to address the growing course of complaints about the body's appearance. <laughs> Could you see him like, all right, so do we have any more people that want to give a eulogy here? Keep in mind, we're not talking about the bloated <laughs> yeah. fly corpse, okay? Anything but the fly corpse. Talk about his life, okay? Right. Not how he looks right now. And everyone's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the hands go down. <laughs> All the hands go down. <laughs> no one has anything to say. Uh, William uh, Jr. here, the brother, said it was especially difficult since his brother had died without any trauma of any kind. So he said everyone was, was completely shocked. Everyone kept asking, was he killed? Was he hit in the head with a baseball bat? <laughs> Nobody got the concept of medical examination. I mean, no one got the concept of medical Do they not watch ER or CSI or any of these shows? Dude, the only show they watch is a large man in a bumblebee suit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's TV in Mexico. But isn't there a CSI bumblebee? <laughs> CSI Tijuana? <laughs> isn't he on that one? I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if, the, if the bumblebee does all the, uh, the crime scene investigation. I think he's legally obligated to be in every show in Mexico. Ah, oh, Dios mío. <laughs> are they even Mexican? Here. You know, because a lot of people in New York are like uh, Puerto Rican. Uh, possibly. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Maldonado. It sounds Mexican. Right. Yeah, whatever. So on the second wrong star scale, think about that uh, one of your loved ones right there. Mm-hmm. Your own flesh and blood. Right. Covered in flies and oozing out blood and uh, God knows what right. else. But I would just close the casket. I door, would have closed so the casket uh, too. The so I mean, moot. if we were forced to view that corpse, like if you were spending the night in a room, locked in a room with a corpse like that, uh-huh. I would be given the story. I would I fuck it? Is <laughs> that the question? Oh, no. Would you have done the unspeakable? I'm going to give this story, because it's kind of gross, about 3.75. I'll give it a four, but Dude, they I don't lay, the I don't lay, I'm not laying blame at the funeral uh, morgue people, the embalmers. I'm laying blame at the family and the entire culture where like everybody wants to have the open casket funeral. Once again, be like the Jews. Just close the casket. You don't want to see them like that. You don't want to remember them like that. Yeah. They're dead. Let it's one, it go. one reason to be like the Jews. They're I'll dead. Let it go. Inherit the money. Have some fun. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, people, we invite you to decide who won episode 186 here at Sick and Wrong. Go vote. SickandWrongPodcast.com. Wackily, we're kind of running out of time. We've got a few calls to the Sick and Wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 is the number. And, people, remember, you can email us at SickandWrongPodcast at Hotmail.com. We're going to get to some phone calls right now, but, but uh, real quick, a word from our magnificent sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place 
where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls! Alright, we got a few calls to Sick and Wrong Hotline, so uh, why not play call number one? Sick and Wrong, Dean Lance, Word, Mad Max, Northern Idaho. I'm not Australian, but I have a healer. My name's Max. And I'm not really that mad, but what the fuck. Three comments. One, soccer mom. Honestly, if you, it is cheating, you dumb bitch. Don't get married if you want to go out and fuck around. It's just, that's just sick and wrong. I mean, come on. That really matters. Two, Lance, if you're going to take a shit and you're not going to put TP down, I figure at least pass on one fun fact that we learned in the Forest Service. If you're going to take a shit in the shitter outside the porta potty, the honey pot with the mystery blue water, kind of like the mystery blue fetus, there's a technique to avoiding splashback. I just want you to remember this, as long as you're not licking the ass seat and you're not going to use the ass gasket, at least build the custom canoe. The canoe is you'll lay down enough toilet paper that covers up that nasty blue shit down there, so when you poop, you got a barrier that breaks and prevents the splashback so you don't get smurf ass. Mm-hmm. So that's less than a... Oh, so, Wackerly, you're not shitting in a porta potty No, we work, actually have flush toilets <laughs> where I work, so... I still the think, splashback is still kind of shocking. I still think you should build like a, what is it called? The canoe? Is that what he's calling custom it? Custom canoe. You should build the custom canoe in the work toilet. Mm-hmm. And then just not flush. <laughs> <laughs> just so you can give evidence of your prowess. Did I ever say that I flushed? <laughs> Lesson number one. Two, on Peekle Stories, had to pass this one off because I laughed my ass off. My sister went to a Mary Kay party. Strangely enough, 12 women went to this thing and all of them got... E. coli poisoning, which only comes from ass-to-mouth transfer. Turns out, the lady that was hosting the party, her kids all had diarrhea, and uh, basically it goes back to 185 with uh, obsessive-compulsive uh, disorders. This lady should have been washing her hands because she managed to touch all the lipstick and then had all these different women trying on the lipstick, which was pretty much, long story short and straight fact, putting her kid's shit hand, her shit handed with the kid's poop on all the lipstick that went subsequently went into all the ladies' mouths. <laughs> Therefore, they all got sick and ended up in the hospital with a uh, double bucket, which, as we all know, he called up poison he's famous for, which is shitting and kicking at the same time. Rooster By the way, love the show. Tail. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Peace. <laughs> Not such good publicity for the Mary Kay cosmetic line. So, I wonder, like, did the, did the women already purchase the cosmetics already, and then after the fact, they were No, no, double, yeah, like they try it all. What do you say, they double bucketing? On, yeah, they try on the makeup at the party, I think. And then they, and then they get sick? Yeah. Do you think she was ever invited? Do you, I mean, do you think that, like, her his sister's career at Mary Kay just kind of plummeted at that point? I think point? it was his sister's friend or something. Oh, okay. So, it was just like... But, yeah. yes, I don't think anybody ever bought makeup from her again. You're not, you're not getting the pink Mary Kay Cadillac there, lady. No. Unless it's got bronze splatters all over it. <laughs> well, thank you, Mad Max. Uh, who Who's the second caller? Capretta, the official sick and wrong train engineer. Oh, yeah. Australian branch. Hi, old 
of the Aussie train driver here, and you sapos probably don't have it, but down here it's winter and we have a second Christmas in July, basically an excuse to drink more Coopers, and blow me down if I didn't get a genuine Christmas in July miracle. I posted a story on the site about the Mylar trash tree, basically a bit of a oh, giggle yeah. for Lance so he could have a laugh. Um, I know he's abiding love for them. and he ended I did up, have a laugh. <laughs> ended up using it in episode 183 and I was mortified. Of all the baby-killing, village-burning, incesto-necro-bestiality stories I've sent, Lance finally chooses the most likely of my stories to elicit yawns of boredom from the voting audience. D could hardly keep his eyes open. But imagine my joy on listening to 184 to find that Christmas in July Santa had come and erased all the voting. Not only that, but the bacon vodka suppressed D's Jewish alter ego long enough for him to proclaim us all winners. So you're like the Grinch of Christmas in July, and the bacon vodka, you know, made your heart grow three times too big, and uh, you uh, were behind the story. I think I'm more like the the, the bacon vodka is kind of like my kryptonite, <laughs> Jewish kryptonite. I uh-huh. drink it, and my senses are numbed, and uh, then I realize, oh, they're all winners. They all get sick of wrong care packages. Yeah. Well, I like the story because like, it was generous. Unique. No, yeah. that, exactly, and that's the thing. It was like that story. If you if is the quintessential wackerly sick and wrong story. It, 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 it's not the obvious. It's not baby killing. It's not necrophilia. It's a sick and wrong story that is abstruse. You actually have to figure out why that story is so sick and wrong. Is this... Do we have to instate now the July version of the sick and wrong Christmas miracle? Is that what happened? <laughs> I think so. This is the official first one. That was the uh, Christmas, mi- the second, the I guess the July second Christmas, Christmas the July Christmas miracle. Yeah. A true double Christmas in July miracle. Can't wait for my care package. I'm so excited, I'm jumping around like a jabberoo with a cane toad in its gullet. Cheers, guys. <laughs> a jabberoo? Yeah, I was about to say, what is a jabberoo? Like a Labrador or a gold go retriever? On, <laughs> I'm about to go on Urban Dictionary and find out what all that means. A jabberoo. Some Aussie jargon I'm not familiar with. All right, the next one. Oh, was, was was that it? That was it. That was a rather abrupt ending there. But thank you, uh, Capretta, and uh, we're glad to contribute to um, you celebrating your double Christmas mm-hmm. in July over there in uh, in Australia. What if they have double Hanukkah? <laughs> I don't know. Do they even, Christmas miracles. Do they have Jews in Australia? They gotta have one or two. And there's got to be a couple. Yeah, I mean, who who runs the media? Maybe maybe that's what a jabberoo is. Who controls all, <laughs> who controls all the banking? Right? It's like what that's what they call Jews there. <laughs> Jabber Jew. Jabber Jews. All right, uh, call number three. Hey, it's Mark Girl down in Florida. Um, love the podcast. Love the forum. Uh, I'm just catching up on the old episodes now. Heard you guys on 185 today talking about watching a program in the USA. Wanting a program in the USA about a retard getting laid. Um, watch Daisy of Love, because that girl's a fucking retard. <laughs> she is pretty retarded. I don't know if you've ever seen it. You know, is, is that the show that's the offshoot from Rock of Love? Which was an offshoot of Flavor of Love, which have, <laughs> has another offshoot, uh, the New York show, whatever that the fuck is called. With another retard who wants to get laid? New York... She's pretty stupid. I wouldn't call her a retard, but Daisy is full on pretty much retarded. I mean, she's so like, is Brett Michaels. Her mouth is open ninety percent of the time, and she's walking around. I'm sure if the, you watch it on HD, you can see like the drool coming out. She's really dumb. <laughs> all, all kinds of people are trying to, you know, fuck her. But uh, in any case, I have all kinds of cool work stories that I hope to share with you eventually. Um, nice. My first one, I think, is sick and wrong on my part in that. 
I, I have a vibrator that, you know, men kind of, they shove all kinds of things up their ass and then have to get it surgically removed. Mm-hmm. So I have a vibrator that's about seven and a half inches long um, that this man shoved up his ass. Uh, this happened about 10 years ago. He was 45, and he obviously got stuck, and he had to come, you know, in through the ER and get it surgically removed. And um, so I still have it. And actually, I'm not sure if uh, it's thinking wrong that he did this and had to have it surgically removed or that I still have it because... There's all kinds of dried shit that's still on it, and it's actually... So do you use this thing? <laughs> I know, that was my question here, but... Or it's just a trophy, I She think. was asking, what's more sick and wrong? The fact that this guy had a seven-inch fiber stuck in his rectum, or the fact that she still has it? Yeah. She kept it as a memento. I think the latter. I think it's more sick and wrong that she kept this shit-encrusted vibrator that For was ten up years. a man's ass. For ten years. <laughs> what did a vibrator even look like ten years ago? I don't know. <laughs> growing all kinds of mold. So I thought maybe it was sicker and wronger of me to actually keep this specimen, and now that it has its own little ecosystem in the specimen container growing on it, I just think that's kind of funny. So I have other stories, but I tend to be long-winded, so I'll have to call you again. Uh, maybe drunk dial, because I'm still in a sober now. Uh, call you later. Right, well, uh, thank you, more girl, for that. Yeah. And yes, it's rather disquieting that you kept this shit-encrusted vibrator for so long. I wonder if in the morgue they ever find something that was stuck that just he the guy never took care of. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? But don't you think at that point, though, you're just like, yeah, what's the point of removing it from his ass? Uh, it's the morgue. Yeah, that's a good point. Just kind of well, leave it there. because you want it as a trophy. A keepsake. God, that's, a, that's rather... Hopefully it's um, sanitary in there. That's rather bizarre. But thank you, Morgue Girl, and we look forward to uh, hearing some more of your disturbing stories. we have one more? One more. From Cincinnati. Home of WKRP in Cincinnati. One of my favorite shows. I don't think that movie was, or that TV show was actually shot in Cincinnati. It was mostly all soundstage, probably from L.A. Ah, dude, why are you <laughs> shattering the illusion? I don't know. Dr. Fever's here right now. He'd slap you. <laughs> yeah. He'd do a better podcast than us. Hell yeah. Much higher in the rankings. Oh, for sure. Is that dude still alive? Howard Hessman? Howard Hessman, right? I don't remember. I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, he did head of the class after WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, right. And I then, forgot um, about that. I don't know whatever happened to him after that. He should start a podcast. He should start a podcast. <laughs> As Dr. Fever, of course. Yeah, Dr. Fever's podcast would be quite popular. Maybe Venus Flytrap could come on. Just all he needs to do is tell stories about how much of a slut Lonnie Anderson was. But the other, the other woman from WKRP was clearly the hotter one. The ginger. I, she had kind of brown hair. She was a brunette. I thought yeah. she was a ginger. Maybe somewhere in between the ginger and brunette scale, but uh, they ever have a she porno? was supposed to be unattractive, right? Because she wore glasses, <laughs> but she was just super hot. Did they ever have a porno version of that show? Uh, if not, somebody needs to make one. Definitely. All right, so our last caller here. Hey, Dean Lance, this is Phil from Shitsonati, Ohio. This is my first time calling. I just wanted to get a review on Adam and Eve's sex toys now. Well, my girlfriend recently bought a vibrating strap-on harness. Wait, what, what, what was that? A vibrating strap-on harness. What the hell is a vibrating strap-on harness? I think it's something that a 12-year-old <laughs> imagines he would order from Adam and Eve, you know, a 12-year-old that doesn't have a girlfriend and has never seen or had, uh, you know, occasion to use a sex toy. Michael, are we being pranked? Here is this a prank call? I'm gonna withhold judgment, but let's okay. See. Well, let's see what it. Let's see it play out. And you know, I was a little hesitant at first, 
But dude, it was fucking sweet. I mean, after she, I mean, after she, I mean, it hurt at first, but after she got to do with me, I was back up and ready to bang her ass some more. It was fucking awesome. But <laughs> He's I, never banged any ass. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't think those guys reached puberty. And it, people, if you're going to review the sex toys from Adam and Eve, don't just say they're sweet. <laughs> It's not much of a... It doesn't that, give us an indication of anything about it. And not only that, what really are you going to do with a vibrating strap-on harness? Yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing to bang you with. Right. The the vibrating dildo goes in the harness. In the harness, it's yeah. The, the strap-on that. harness. I, I, I think you meant... That's just like the leg strap. It's just a strap. I mean, uh, but hey, you know, to each his own. Whatever goes maybe, to dress up. <laughs> maybe he should work for Adam and Eve in product development. <laughs> he can deal I, it to I, his I, junior high. <laughs> talking about live action? It has been done. (laughs) (laughs) So he's filled his bong with vodka to do a a hit of weed, I assume, through the vodka. Does that do anything for you? Oh, wait, he put vodka in his bong and did a hit from that. That's what he said. Well, that is the first, first, though. We've never had anyone do that here on the show. Have you ever done that? No, I just don't see what's the point. No, I mean, the alcohol doesn't, like, get into the weed, does it? I don't know. I think if you poured gasoline in your <laughs> bong and then took a hit from that, uh, something might happen. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> we on don't the recommend that. suggested that somebody else fill up their bong with their own cum and do a bong hit through their cum. I think it had the same effect as concept. the vodka. <laughs> so the, the question was, does it make him gay that uh, his girl used a vibrating strap-on harness on him? Is, yeah. that, is that what the question is? That was the question. I nope. don't believe so. My answer is, no, I don't think it would be gay. What what I think makes him gay is that he's prank calling a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> None that's... of this really happened. The bong hit, I believe. But, uh, no, I agree. We the... used to do this when we were that age, but we had to call into like a real radio station and try and get on the live broadcast. You know, do, like do you remember? Air. So, Wackerly, you went to high school in the same area that I did in Michigan. Yeah. Do you remember W-I-O-G. That, that hapless fuck that used to be on WIOG, the captain? The captain. Remember the captain? So he talked in sort of a piratey voice, He's like all Friday night for like um, eight yeah. hours. And he would play like classic rock. I prank called that guy, I probably at least like every week, every uh-huh. week at least three or four times. And I always managed to get through the screener because yeah. you'd call the screener and you'd you know put on a voice and pretend you had a you know like a serious reason to, or a real question to ask him. And yeah. then as soon as he came on and be like. You're a faggot, Captain. <laughs> as soon as he got through. But let's be clear here. I We thought he was awesome at the time. Because he would talk about yeah, l- yeah. lusty, busty sea wenches listening to the radio show tonight. And obviously, we were all... You he know, was a local legend. We didn't have any lusty, busty women in our lives at no. all. We, we believed him that he did. Well, we were prank calling him about strap-on vibrating harnesses. <laughs> 
so no internet that, back So wait, okay, what does that mean that we've like kind of cigarongs come of age? Because now we've we're really getting prank it. called Now by, uh, young teens? kids are pranking us, hoping to like get us to buy into their shenanigans. Their shenanigans. Well, I think... Um, but it's a valid question, even though it didn't really happen to him. Well, I think Dickless in Cincinnati uh, <laughs> definitely like came through and uh, yeah, you know, and and not to mention he also did a first here on the air. Right. Vodka bong hit. Vodka bong hit. So uh, Phil, thank you. Phil, it's not Dickless. It's Phil. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why Phil, I Philip that. means horse lover, by the way. Does it? Yes, in Greek. I had no idea. I don't know why you know that wackily. But thank you, uh, horse lover, for calling Sigarong Podcast and uh, telling us about that. In one of uh, Philip Dick's <laughs> books, his alter ego is horse lover fat because that's what his name means in Greek. Horse lover fat? Yeah. Okay, Dick. Wow. He was quite a nut. There's some uh, nerd arcana for you, people. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, people, we also got a number of emails to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com address. Um, you know what's interesting is a couple of these emails have to do with uh, porno, which is a frequent topic here on the show. Uh, we got one from Smith. He writes, Hey, Dean Lance, I just finished catching up on all the episodes. And now I'll be voting each week, as well as voting on Podcast Alley and iTunes. I know what you're going to say about how I should have still been able to find the time to vote before now, and I'll simply answer that it would have cut into my porn surfing time. Mm-hmm. That's always a concern. I'll buy that excuse. I suspect you both might understand. Yes, we do. Now that I do not have a huge stockpile of back episodes, I have more free time. Speaking of jerking off to porn, I have a couple of porn surfing vocabulary words for you guys to add to the lexicon of the show. The first is the misfire. This is when you're jerking off to a porn and are at the critical point of blowing your load. And by a mishap of a bad clip timing... The only thing on the screen is some dipshit dude's face and not the chick who's supposed to be getting reamed. How many times has that happened to you, Wackerly? Hmm. Not very often to tell you the truth. I'm pretty good at uh, anticipating what's going on with the part at any given moment. Well, you know, it never happened before, obviously, when I used to jerk off to just the pictures. Because remember when you used to jerk off to pictures before they had videos? Yeah, you just find a good one, then you do it. You find that video, you 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 find that great picture that, that gets you off and you jerk off to it. But now... With RedTube, the app in a RedTube, and all those other sundry sites that have just clips. It's like you'll find yourself just sitting there, and all pornos do this. I, they all do this. It's like you're, you'll sit there, you'll have a, the shot of the girl from behind getting, you know, butt banged. Right. And then all of a sudden, they'll cross cut <clears throat> to a shot of the guy's face, just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you just blew your load, and now you're like, Damn it, dude. Am, am I gay? That makes you gay. Am I gay? That makes you gay. <laughs> I know, sure. but it's just like, it's so arbitrary. I don't know. I think there's a lot of porn. It's a misfire, goddammit. I think the better, more thought out porns um, will try and keep the guy out of the shot. Well, you know, part of the reason is, is because they're jerking off and blowing their load midway through the clip. Wait till the end of the clip. <laughs> Wait till the end of the clip. And then uh, you get to see the. I thought he was going to say, face. "What is it called when?" Uh, and maybe it's in the email. But what is it called when you're at that point, and then all of a sudden, like your connection goes down, and it's just like loading, <laughs> loading, loading. And you get to be like, "Oh god, hold it. Oh, no, I don't, don't want to blow into that little loading wheel." <laughs> you know what the worst part is, though, is like when you're sitting there jerking off, and you're like getting into it, and then all of a sudden you prematurely prematurely ejaculate on yourself. Have you ever had that happen? No. 
<laughs> I'm Dude. in control. I got the tissue right there. I know, but it, it just kind of happens. You're like, you know, you're planning. You're like, okay, I got my tissue right here, and I'm ready to go. And all of a sudden, it's just like, oh God, Jesus! It's you're, just like you're not very good at this. You're not doing it right. Well, dude, maybe you should wear I mean, a condom when you jerk off <laughs> to be safe. Dude, it happens. There's various. That's called the mishap, not the misfire. Uh, the other term here is the cunt double or doppelbanger. I'm not sure which one I like better yet. This is a term when you find a slutty porn chick who reminds you of a chick in real life that you really want to bang. I've done that. Uh, dude, I've, I do every that all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's like every, I mean, Sasha Gray. <laughs> There's like a million chicks. Who does that remind you of? <laughs> I don't I'm not going to mention, wanna, I'm not gonna mention any names because uh, they probably listen to the show. But <laughs> I'm not thinking of Sasha Gray when I'm jerking off to her. Anyway, you guys are great. Keep up the good work, Smith. Thank you, Smith. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to start incorporating Misfire and uh, the Doppelbanger. Or what about this where you, you're jerking off to a porn and then you just become bored with it? <laughs> even though you're like half with you're like, this isn't even that good. And then you're trying to find another one mid-arousal. What's that called? <laughs> oh, okay. And then you like shut the clip off and, and you start scrolling through. You're like, come and, on, dude. Yeah. You always end up with one you didn't really like either, but it's just like now it's been like 15 minutes and you're sitting there and you've got shit to do. Yeah, I don't know. The segue? <laughs> what, what should we call that? I'd I have to think about it. Yeah, we have to think about that. A uh, second email here came in from Parker. He writes, hey, Dean Lance, I love the show. I've been listening for a while and now I'm going back and catching up on all the back episodes. I've been listening to episode 34, and you guys are talking about the fat girl porno mag plumpers, mm-hmm. which I have a funny story about. I was at a party about a year ago. I drank a fifth of whiskey, got a little out of control, ended up passing out shortly after in the hotel room that the party was in with all the people still there. Never a good idea. No. Because that's just the occasion when your friends are going to start fucking with you. Hopefully, they just draw all over your face with a permanent marker. Or like put shaving cream in your eye sockets yeah. or something. That's it's the like, least of your worries. At yeah, that or point. in your mouth or something. But it usually gets much, much worse. Right. I know. You remember, do you remember like we had friends that always threatened to like put like a Vaseline soaked condom in your asshole or something? <laughs> Who? What was it? What was it? The 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 the, the, the ongoing lingering threat. You're like, dude, if you ever did that, I would kick the shit out of you the next yeah. day. We used, to, we used to stack shit on people in college. And remember, we put a whole Jenga set on this girl's face. I remember. I actually remember uh, you people drawing swastikas all over my face before. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that, <laughs> as far as you know. He says, I woke up the next day with a copy of Plumpers on my face and was very weirded out and confused, not to mention hungover as fuck. I found my car and I headed home. A few hours later, I started getting text messages with pictures of me passed out with this plumper's mag in compromising positions. Yes. The digital camera is the bane of people who pass out. Thank God. And I've been we the were in, But thank God we were in college before people had digital cameras. Yeah. Or camera phones, even, where like, ah, everybody even at the party worse, has one. Even yeah. worse. And I can imagine, like, you know, it's, it's they kind of throw out that homosexuality you know, concern out the window when it comes to fucking with their passed out friend. Right. It's like people will pose their balls on your forehead. Yeah. You know, people will put their dick like, you know, right next to your mouth. Right. And then take a picture <laughs> of it. And that's right. not gay. You're just fucking with your friend. So I can imagine what they must have been doing to this kid with yeah. the plumper's mag. You should have emailed the pictures in. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these pictures found their way to the interwebs and social networking sites. Still haven't lived it down. And since I've seen plumpers on some of the racks at local gas stations, I always cringe. Yeah. Just thought it was funny that others know about plumpers. Thanks for the show, guys. Keeps me entertained while I work the boring desk job. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong, Parker. 
So for my 34th birthday this year, your sister was kind enough to throw me a party at her apartment. And I walked into the apartment, and lo and behold, she decorated her walls with pictures from throughout the years of me really drunk and her fucking with me. Passed out and her fucking with you. Sometimes passed out, sometimes just really drunk. You know, actually, now that you remind me of that, I'm going to have to get some of those pictures and post them on the forum. No, you won't. (laughs) I mean, do you really want to escalate this like that? Because I don't want to start a war. (laughs) Because there's plenty of pictures of me floating around out there. But you know what, though? Parker, it could have been much, much worse. It could have been like a tranny porn mag or something. That's true. You know, and it, it could have been worse. So You'll never be able to run Bumpers for... is just fat chicks, dude. <laughs> He'll Bill... never be able to run for office, though. Yeah, dude, Bill Clinton jerks off to that magazine all the time. Yeah, but he does, never had pictures taken of him <laughs> and circulated. Yeah, he just caught with a fat chick with a cigar up her asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Parker, I, I wouldn't really worry about it. I think um, the lesson learned here... Is when you get that drunk, just stumble off and pass out outside, like behind a tree or something in a bush. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of the silent escape when you're really drunk and everybody goes, what happened to you, man? You just took off. That wasn't cool. And you're like, yeah, but at least you guys didn't fucking draw my face. Because I don't trust you. With friends like that, who needs enemas? Uh, People, if you haven't already, check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. Right now, there's like almost 2,700 people on there. We're getting new members every day. A lot of new people. A couple of threads of note that I want to point out here. Did you see that one about uh, Dead Sexy Takes a Load thread? I saw it, but I haven't really investigated it. I've been pretty busy this past week. So. It's hilarious. You should check it out. It's like He's a in video. The pool or something, right? It's a video in the pool. and I don't even know what it is that he has in his mouth, but it's like this pink, long, phallic-looking object. It's a noodle. Yeah, but how come it's shooting out water? I don't know. But and he's call- putting it in his mouth, and the guy's holding it in his crotch. <laughs> now <laughs> I gotta then, go look at it. And the best part about it is he's right. Is this gay? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did you really need to invite that on the forum? Do you? Well, so, this is the guy who like shit in his his sweatpants and tucks the bottoms into the socks and. Yeah, I don't think he has a lot of shame. <laughs> People, go check it out. Go check out the Sick or Wrong Forum. You link to it right off the main page at com. I'd like to thank everybody for subscribing to the show on iTunes, giving us all those comments, and uh, rating the show. We're five stars. Dude, this week we're actually up to uh, number 13 at wow. one point. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, people keep, uh, keep supporting the show through iTunes, giving us a lot of good exposure. A lot of new people are finding out about us through uh, iTunes. Even though I feel um, iTunes doesn't give sick and wrong all that much love. Um, yeah, fuck iTunes, but you know, it's the only thing. It's the only game in town. Well, it's the best way to uh, help out a podcast. Also, another good way is to order Sick and Wrong T-shirt. Right now, we have like uh, quite a few T-shirts left. Currently available at the Sick and Wrong store on the main page. I just sent a shirt to a guy named B Three, who said I have to go get my balls cut open. This Tuesday is part of a really fucked up surgery that will leave me off my feet for about three fucking weeks and no sexy time with the local whores for a good month and a half. I think so, that that's a part of the fucked up surgery. What are the other parts? <laughs> he says, so hurry up and send me my shirt, you ball lickers, so I can wear it to the fucking hospital. I'm not going to lick your diseased balls. <laughs> he says, that's the worst way to spend my 37th birthday, but fuck, it's my dick, so it's worth it. 
Uh, if I get it before the 6, I'll get someone to take a picture of me in my hospital bed with a nasty wound and a catheter wearing my slightly overpriced sick and wrong shirt for you all. <laughs> this is a reason to not send him the shirt. You know what, though, dude? I should have, like, not even charged him and sent him one because, I mean, he's getting his ball sack cut open. Right, but you're Jewish. I'm so Jewish. Exactly. Him. I'm Jewish and I wasn't drinking bacon vodka, so uh, <laughs> screw you. I've got it right but, here. Um, <laughs> but B3, uh, we wish you the best. We hope your balls... Get a speedy recovery, and uh, you're able to uh, have sex, make sex with the local whores. Make the sexy time. Make the sexy time in the next month or so. He's from uh, Anal Slime, California. Hmm. Is that An- Anselmo? Maybe, yeah. Might be. I used to so, know all um, those nicknames. Of all big up to you, B3. We hope you get better soon. Uh, also, quick shout out to um, all Chicago listeners. If you're in the Chicago area, $11 Life is a band... By a big fan named Mark. They're playing the Abbey Pub on Friday, August 7th at midnight. They're a funky little five-piece that'll have your moneymaker moving. Even Simon Wackley will tell you we make good music. We've actually ended the show with them before. Um, so, yeah, go check out $11 Life at the Abbey Pub Friday, August 7th at midnight. Do we know where the Abbey Pub is? You know, I've never been there before. <laughs> I'm sure you can Google it. <laughs> but I'm sure you can Google it. So if you're in Chicago, you can go check it out. Finally, here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in by Zach. It's from the Whitest Kids You Know CD. They do some pretty funny things. Fuck y'all. Love the show, Zach. The, you know, the show that, or the song they sent in is We're Gonna Make Love by the Whitest Kids You Know. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you seen some of their videos on YouTube? YouTube antics. Yeah, they're pretty funny. So Sometimes. This song, Most of the time. This song's actually pretty cool. So we're gonna end the show here with uh, the Whitest Kids You Know, courtesy of Zach. Thank you, Zach. People will be back next week with episode 187. Till then, take a sleazy. This one's for the ladies. Saw you from across the room at the neighborhood party. You make a brother swoon. When I look at your body, wanted to impress you with conversation, but it was too hard to think. Now, baby, I hope you don't mind. What I slipped in your drink, baby, we gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough I said, we gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough Girl, I saw you last night at the cash machine Wanted to make my deposit If you know what I mean I didn't really mean to hit you With the butt of that gun And even though you's passed out We can still have fun We gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough I say, we gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up We gon' make love until you wake up Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough you know, this alleyway always tends to remind me of Paris in the spring. 
Now I know you're probably not gonna remember any of this, but it's something I'm gonna keep with me forever. Here comes the chorus. Just bob your head with me. I'll bob your head. Here we go. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. Girl, I want you so bad I can't get enough. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. We gon' make love until you wake up. Girl, I want you so bad I can't get